and boom. All right. Three, two, one, go. Hey, this is Bibster. Bibster talks to you podcast. Joined with former NASCAR driver Ken, Kenny Schrader. Kenny, thanks for coming on and joining here here in Maquoketa. Uh I mean, obviously, you don't really need an introduction. <laughs> well, yeah, I do. I'm just just old NASCAR driver. Just old guy. Yeah. <laughs> um, you're you're up here. You're racing. You, you were in you're in Davenport last night racing. And... In Davenport, uh, run here tonight and go to uh, Dubuque. Dubuque tomorrow, so a little three-day IMCA swing. Yep. Uh, up in Canada and Indiana last two weeks, so uh, it's that time of year. We're kind of all over. Yeah. It's uh, how many nights a year are you are you are you are you going out and racing? Now? Well, we're usually. I want to say we've been shooting for seventy, but boy, weather's been playing heck oh, with yeah. us. Uh, we've been rained out eighteen already this year, and I think tonight will be like night twenty-two or something like that. Yeah. Oh, what would have been? So you already had. Yeah, we'd be right at party. Yeah. Hold on a second. Oh, that's the audio in here. <laughs> um, but um, what a, so you were, as a NASCAR fan, this is kind of a, it's, the audio's going on in here. It was. No, it's not. We're good. It had a pretty good delay. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's, it's all, how that all technology stuff works. But um, you got to talk about, you, you how how'd you get started off in racing? Uh, my daddy. Okay. My daddy, uh, he ran a, general automotive repair shop in the st louis area and right outside of st louis and he raced forever you know Mm -hmm. as many as five nights a week in the early 50s and stuff and he was still running when i started um actually raced some that year but they built a car for me a little hobby car Mm -hmm. and he ran first four races of the year because i wasn't uh, first four weeks of the year i wasn't old enough and i turned 16 and uh Way we went. Start, a, been going around circles ever since. Yeah. So it started off, and what? Um, how did that progress from racing sixteen and like a hobby yeah. level up to well, you got in NASCAR? Uh, we were in a little pavement track uh, mm-hmm. in St. Louis area, Lake Hill Speedway, and uh, oh, I guess two years later, maybe uh, I drove a dirt car for my uncle one night, mm-hmm. uh, a late model. Yep. 65 Ford or something like that mm-hmm. and uh really enjoyed that and then we started running some dirt and uh we still run the asphalt still run the dirt run same car mm-hmm. and uh i begged the guy in to let me hot lap his midget one night <laughs> and he let me uh we, we made five or six laps didn't hit nothing he let me start in the back of the feature and we run fifth and uh the next week we run second <laughs> and we cut one a couple of weeks after that, and so now I'm a midget driver. Mm-hmm. And someone hired me to drive their sprint car because we were running pretty good in the midget. And then I got to drive a silver crown car, and it just kind of went from there, you know. Mm-hmm. And just uh, we won a couple of USAC, uh, we won sprint car championship and the silver crown championship. But I was driving a dirt car for some people, a dirt late model for some people in St. Louis. And had a strong connection to uh, Jack Roush and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I met some people through Jack up at uh, uh, Michael Cranifus and Lee Morris at Ford Motor Company. It's when they refired up their racing program. And uh, I just got to know them pretty good. And mm-hmm. I begged them away. And uh, they, they, uh, they got me in a cup car for five races in 84. And I got hired mm-hmm. uh, for 85 and... And milk that job for the next twenty nine years. <laughs> um, in, in racing, in the difference, I mean, because you're, the way your career spanned in NASCAR, 
you know, you really, when you were starting off, you had, you were still racing with all, you know, a lot of the guys that were there for the foundation of the sport. And when you got out of it, you were really racing with some of the same guys that are out there now. What was your biggest change you kind of saw within the drivers and within how the sport itself was from when you started in the mid eighties to when you, when you got out of it? Well, just, you know, it just grew so much. Mm -hmm. Uh, the drivers, obviously, you know, uh, when I started, uh, Kale, uh, Yarbrough and Buddy Baker and King were still there. Mm -hmm. uh, Dale and Richmond, those guys, uh, Harry Gant. Uh, and when I ended, you know, uh, you know, one, one of the, one of the kids when I started, uh, actually, I think it was 92. So wasn't that much after I started when, when, uh, Jeff Gordon started mm -hmm. and, uh, <clears throat> You know, now, heck, a lot of the guys that were there when I left are, are senior guys now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but there's so many. They got so many good kids in there now. Mm -hmm. I mean, just talent like you wouldn't believe. And uh, they're running so hard now. I mean, we used to run hard, mm -hmm. but we're not running like those kids are running now. Yeah. Those, and, and with the segments and stuff, they, they've got to run hard all day long. So... I really enjoy watching it now. You like, I mean, that's kind of a, it's, it seems like all racing fans, if you change something, if you don't change anything, they get mad. If you change something, they get mad. The segments is a polarizing subject because some fans hate it. I personally, when I was going, we used to always go to Chicagoland, and it made the mile and a half tracks a little more exciting because sometimes the mile and a half would kind of become a stretch fest, and you're going, you're going yeah. what do you, how do you feel about, you know, as coming from, you know, you when you were, there wasn't obviously segments then to now, and you're, does it kind of give you yeah. more of a dirt track feel? Well, what, you know, they can say whatever they want, you mm -hmm. know, and people <laughs> people uh, love to find a reason to, to complain. Oh, yeah. Uh, the segments, you can you can say whatever you want about them. It's just two yellow flags that you know when they're coming. <laughs> that's all it is, yeah, you know? Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> and then when they reward the points for how you're running at the end of those yellows, that's what's got everybody running so hard now. I mean, mm -hmm. they've run hard the whole race. We didn't used to do that. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yes, I... I really enjoy mm -hmm. it, and it you know it rewards the guys that are up front all day long. You yeah. know, yeah, great. It's to, you know the, the goal is to win the race. That's yeah. what everybody wants to do. But uh, it's pretty hard to win the race now and not be up front in the other two segments. Yeah, it's pretty once in a while it happens, but it's kind of the rarity of a guy coming right from way back. But so I mean the the level of competition is there. But what? What's what's keeping the drive going for dirt? Is it? I mean, obviously, it's your passion to be back in dirt. I mean, I know you do asphalt too, but staying, you know, doing what what you're doing yeah. now, traveling around. Well, I just uh, I enjoy driving dirt a lot mm -hmm. more. You know, uh, you drive down and turn the asphalt track, and if the groove's around the bottom, then everyone's at the bottom, and you try to move up a lane and work on a guy a little bit. Heck, with the dirt track, you, if everyone's around the bottom, you just blast around the top, or you shoot <laughs> the middle, or you go in, you know, you go in on the bottom and slide up to the top, or, you know, you just, I think it, a lot more options as far as where you can run on a racetrack, and every now and then you get a little hole or two, and, you know, you can work those to your advantage, too, mm -hmm. you can make, keep the car from sliding, or, or make the car turn easier, or whatever you want, uh, now, I love watching asphalt still. But my heart's my heart's with the dirt. Yeah, and I mean I think it's just there's something different about and and what you the amount, the amount of different tracks that you walk into. What's it look? How do you set up your car? Like you came into you never raced Makokota before, correct? Yeah. And right. how do you you know you have I mean you have a full crew with you. How do you know to set that up? Is it just kind of guessing on this what the, the dirt looks like? You're gonna go out the hot laps, kind of you know, hopefully the car just you know, shuffle the right. All these tracks, you know, they can go. Uh, 
obviously the gear uh you know you kind of guess on the size of the track and how much speed you think it'd be carrying uh and you look at the bank but all of them you just go down straight away make a 180 and come back i mean it's <laughs> it's no rocket science to us you know they're they're kind of do the same thing on yeah. all of them yeah it's a good point it's a good point i know some i've had you know some races that i've met and they're like well i like long i like i like the half miles and the four tenths and stuff like that and other guys like the short ones but I like that point. If it's a 180 yeah. in a straightaway. So. Yeah, it's just, yeah, don't make this too complicated. You, that's like when we ran a lot of different type of cars. Once you're sitting in there, you only got a steering wheel and two pedals that really do much. <laughs> you know, I mean, this I've never been given an IQ test on this job, and I've had some pretty good gigs in this in this industry, and they, they don't give a, they don't care how smart you are. They just want you to go around that circle fast. So of, of all the cars you've been in over the years, what one... If you had the opportunity to jump into in the, behind the seat of one, I mean, is it is it the modified you're running now, or is it go back into a sprint or a midget car? Well, I ran a sprint car last week up at uh, Indiana at the Little 500. Uh, we broke this year. We'd run top ten the last two years. Uh, I like, you know, a lot of things change. There's a difference between being. 24 and 64 mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh 64 now i like my modified <laughs> i don't think i like the midget in the sprint car as much as i used to yeah uh we're gonna run chili bowl next year we, we hadn't run it in a number of years and i'm gonna run a midget outdoors here in a couple of weeks up in uh, massachusetts and stuff but uh i enjoyed the modified yeah. yeah it's a lot of fun i mean i think that class is really you're really seeing a lot of growth in that class and you're right. seeing a lot of, I mean, it's really becoming almost on par with what you saw, what you're seeing on the late models. Yeah, well, it's just, uh, you know, cost-wise, it's so much more uh, easier to run the cam- uh, campaign, the modified route to country, than it is the uh, late model cost-wise. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the late model, the open late model racing has kind of gotten such a, oh boy, to such a, you know, to such yeah. a, a level that's just, especially we we saw them up at Farley about a month ago. They did a Lucas show up there. And, I'm used to seeing IMCA late models, and those guys came out on the track, and we're pretty close to the side, and they go by the first lap, and I'm like, what am I doing standing here right now? Like, this is... Yeah, make you rethink stuff. It, yeah. it, it really did. <laughs> yeah, they're extremely fast now. Yeah, what um, what other... Do you, so you only have a modified now that you're on, or do you, what other well, cars do you we have? Well, uh, we got modifieds, uh, obviously. We have uh, uh, a couple of UM, uh, IMCA modifieds and mm-hmm. uh, two UMP modifieds, okay. and we can run the UMP as a... USMTS also, you know, quite a bit of speed difference at some tracks between the UMP modifieds and and the IMCA, uh, but all same basic thing, same, just yeah. engine tires. Uh, we got ARCA cars that we run every now and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won the ARCA championship two years ago with Austin Terrio uh, driving for us. Uh, ran a little over half the races last year. This year we're just running, picking and choosing, running mm-hmm. some of the some of the races. Um, and that's about it yeah. anymore. Uh, we used to have some more stuff, but that's we've we've weeded it down to just that. Yeah. Now, um, I have some listeners that when you were throwing the terms at like IMCA, UMP, and you're talking about the speed difference, what, you know, and kind of like for a general fan, what's the difference on an IMCA modified to a UMP? Because, I mean, up here where you see an IMCA, and, and I know we, we go just a few hours south and it's all UMP. Yeah. Well, um, obviously tire. Okay. Uh, the the uh, UMP tire has a tire that has more grip okay. it just gets more traction uh which makes no difference because everybody that race has has that same yep. tire uh ump is a thirty thousand hour 750 horsepower engine imca is a seventy five hundred hour 450 horsepower yep. engine uh i i owned part of ump at one time okay 
Okay. Uh, I'm getting becoming more and more partial to the IMCA rules, mm-hmm. uh, just because cost-wise, uh, it's more effective. Uh, last night, uh, we, you know, we're at a weekly show with 27 modifieds. Yeah. That's a fantastic car count for a weekly show. Uh, IMCA has just done a better job of keeping the racers under control, mm-hmm. uh, which the sanctioned body has to do that yes. because the racers, you know, <laughs> all they think about is going faster and beating the guy next to them. Mm-hmm. They, everyone always forgets the part about, okay, I'm going to spend $5,000 more and it's going to make me a lot faster, but they're all going to spend the $5,000 too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so, you know, I, I just think IMCA does a, an excellent job. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, last night, that was a great car count. We had, uh, I mean, it, it was kind of a perfect storm with Davenport because Columbus Junction, that I know there were some modifieds that popped up from there because they had to cancel because they had a, basically an unsafe track outside of three and four was a lake. So if a car had gone for the leap, it would have been a leap into a pond. But, yeah, I mean, we've had, and here tonight, we don't, I mean, the car's still rolling in, but if it's anything like we've had, we should have... I think we're trying to think, Nick. Well, we should we should probably have at least twenty five to thirty modifieds here tonight, right? Yeah, yeah which is fantastic yeah. for a weekly show. Yeah, which is which is nuts. I mean, last week we were in Dubuque and we we had thirty eight sport mods show up, mm-hmm. and I'm like, we're kicking more cars out that aren't making the feature than some tracks have, and it's just you know, it's a great we have a great area of racers, and I think a lot has to do with the promoters are moving on. When I was when I, when I was a kid uh, around St. Louis, man, when the Iowa boys showed up, it was, it was <laughs> game on. You know, they were tough. Mm-hmm. Now, do you still? What's would you? I know you travel around a lot. What's your local like out, out there? Out there for home for you? What, what's kind of your local track? Well, uh, we're part owner of uh, Federated Auto Parts okay. Raceway, Peavley, Missouri, mm-hmm. which is underwater and has been. Could have raced one night this year. Oh. One night this year, it could have raced, which was our World of Outlaw Sprint Car Show. Oh, and it got rained out. Oh. So, but we should be going by maybe the end of June or end of, <laughs> of 1st of July. And then uh, Macon Speedway, Macon, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh, both uh, where they run UMP late miles and mm-hmm. UMP modifieds. Okay. Well, we might have to make a trip down there at some point and, uh, once once the floodwaters recede. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, Kenny, thanks for coming on. Hey, I know you got a bunch of stuff to do because you got to get out ready to go racing. And, no uh, problem. It's, it's been great having you on. And, uh, again, good luck tonight. And, uh you know, just thanks for on the whole the whole career. You know, as a fan of NASCAR, watching I remember being a kid, watching watching your race back. You know, in the early as about the mid two thousands when I was big in the NASCAR to get a chance to sit mid mid two thousands. I was washed up then. What are you talking about? <laughs> mid two thousands. I'm a young kid. I was one of those. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's been a lot of fun. And I said good luck tonight. And hopefully, like I said, hopefully come home with the win. Well, thanks for having us on. All right. Thank you.